episode tonight, man. Wait for the calls to get up in here, and we're going to go ahead and get it started. Yeah, you got to get up in here. Got to hurry up and pop up, man. Time is ticking, boy. <laughs> what you doing? Like a bomb. There you go. Yeah, you oh. know I'm in here. You know I'm in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, man. What's Come going on with y'all tonight, man? Man, ain't nothing, bro. Yeah, you know what sure, man, about to eat something, bro. I mean, somebody eat during the episode. Fuck. <laughs> Had to get a workout. Oh, I feel you on that. But before you put anything in your mouth, we got to go ahead and get this out the way before we even get into the topics. Go ahead, bro. First and foremost, I'm a little bit late. We a little bit late as far as the podcast. But uh, rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. For sure. Rest yep. in peace, R.I.P. And um, how you guys feel about the backlash that came from just the man's death in general and how social media and certain celebrities reacted to it? Shit. You can go first, Slim. Man, how I feel about it, man. Like, we already talked about this. It felt like, man, look, the man was needed, though. Like, regardless if you hated him, no doubt. His delivery and tone, whatever. Uh, me personally, I don't think that his message was all that, you know, degrading or bad. Like how some his, you know, what I'm saying what they call them, critics or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How they like, you know, what I'm saying tried to paint him out to be like, oh, he hate women and he said this and he said that. But man, look, his tone may not have been all that, but ultimately, man, the message. What he was trying to get through was there, man. As far as the celebrities and all of that, man, I felt like, you know, like, you know not everybody followed them or whatever, but I'm pretty sure the people who really did listen to him, you know what I'm saying, they got the gist of what he was saying. And the people who was, you know what I'm saying, rooting for his death, oh, that's karma for his for him oh, talking man, about black women. Star, like, how is that karma for talking about black women? He never really said anything other than the truth to mm. get people to look into, in, really in the mirror. Like, Vivica Fox said that too. Yeah. You know, so that's how I feel about it. I honestly, I ain't about to sit here and say that I'm glad that man is gone. RIP that man. Pray for his family, man. I'm going to be real with you, bro. I mean, I could have said it better myself, dog. I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Like, you know, just like me and you spoke last night, Vaughn, about it briefly. Like, I don't really had a problem. I really didn't have a problem with anything homie ever said. I mean, homie was definitely very blunt and very direct, but I never had a problem with nothing he said or none of his opinions or whatever the case may be. I look at the situation is he said the things that at any given point in time, all of us as dudes wanted to say to a woman. Exactly. Respectfully and truthfully, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like he just stood on his square and he just let it be known. And I think that a cat like him coming at the time that he came, you know, what I mean, and ruffle some feathers and the and the lady, you know, and the with the women folk, and they weren't really feeling that. But like you said, so for cats to be on the internet and celebrities, you know, like you said, we gonna say names around here. We ain't scared. Vivica, a fox. To be exact, to say karma, how can a, how can a, my opinion be the downfall or I should die because I have an opinion? 
Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I should die because I was pointing out and speaking on things that just need to be spoken on. I, I deserve to die because of that. That that's the, the the my karma has to be death. That that doesn't even that doesn't even even out the you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's just like to say that is ridiculously weird. But at the end of the day, yeah, man, pray for you know his family, man. You know what I'm saying, and R.I.P. to him. You know, God's who so. Yeah, rest in peace, Samuels, man. You know, I agree with both with both of y'all on that one. I felt like he was definitely needed, and you know. Uh, like you said, Brian, he said things that pretty much every guy has said or wanted to say, but just couldn't say it for the sake of it being towards a woman. Is somebody drinking? Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking some ginger ale. I'm trying to, I'm trying to sneak that shit in. I heard that. I'm punishing that. Well, that's good. That's bottle that's that's Oh shit, but I hope I hope Vine ain't catching it. Well that bottle probably all discombobulated and all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, hey, I had to get that ain't my fault, y'all. But no, man, back back to Ken. Man, my bad. <laughs> nah, you good, man. But <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, like I say, I, it's just he said things that every man's probably said or wanted to say, but you know, of course, when it's directed towards a woman. It's always that where you know you shouldn't say it, you know, because this is a female. Just like right now, we can look at each other and say, like, or you can send me, Brian, hey, yo, Vaughn, you get a little fat. You need to, you need to go out here and do something like that. Like, this is ridiculous. You know what, bro? You right. I really need to get in shape. Versus me looking at a female and saying, yo, you really getting fat as hell. You need to go do You can't really do worst. that. That's like the worst thing that you can nigga, say, bro. First of all, be ready for Armageddon to come because it, it come much, on now. Armageddon. Be <laughs> ready for Armageddon if you say that. I don't that. give a fuck, man. If my girl is gaining weight, I'm going to tell her, you're getting fat. You need to lose <laughs> some weight. Like, I don't hey, care, bro. Hey, I don't care, bro. Like, if, hey. if I'm with you, like, me telling you that. You're not going to tell I'm, your girl that, man. Man, listen, if I feel like my girl is getting up there in weight like 300 and up, I'm going to let her know. Like, nah, I'm with, I'm with Slim, bro. If it gets to a point where it's getting drastically out of hand, fam, something needs to be said. Yeah, I'm going to give you a chance to lose weight and, you know what I'm saying, do what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're getting big. Yeah, I agree, bro. <laughs> so it to a point where, all right, bro, somebody, somebody ain't going to say it, so I guess I'll be the one. <laughs> yeah, so I respect hell, man. But, <laughs> oh, but, God. All right, man. We're going to go ahead and leave this. Rest in to Kevin Samuels. <laughs> pray for his family. You know, we got on a rabbit hole, dog. You already know that. But... All right. Pray for his family. And we just going to go ahead just move on, you know, and get into these topics, man. Um, shoot. Boy. Let's see. And you want to go first, Brian, or you want me to go? Uh, You can go first, bro. All right, man. The first topic I got is is this, right? Why does strength and confidence or even arrogance come off as you're wearing a mask, but weakness never does? And what I mean by that is when you see somebody who's, you know, he's confident, he's a little bit boastful, he's arrogant. We hear all the time that, oh, that person is just putting on the front. Oh, that's just a facade. He ain't really like that. Oh, you know, he's hiding something. It's always those type of guys or women that we will point the finger at. Oh, this is all fake. She ain't really like that. He ain't really like that. That confidence is a cover-up for something that's going on underneath. But when you see a motherfucker cry, you're going to tell him, oh, you showing weakness? You a weak-ass nigga. Like, 
You yeah. crying? You was a soft ass motherfucker. Like that's it's never a front. Like you ain't really soft. You really strong. You don't never hear nobody say that. <laughs> I know what you said, but it's like when it comes to the when it comes to you actually trying to be positive about you. It's, right, oh, that's, a, that's a front. But oh, if I'm over here sad and cry my eyes out, yeah, I get what you're saying. Oh, that can't be a front now. That that's real, but <laughs> right. Oh, that's real. Not you really soft. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's a great question, bro. I don't, I... Yeah, we coming with it tonight, man. What's that's, up? That's a hard, that's a hard oh. question. See, it's not a hard question to answer. I feel like it's a fickle question to answer, bro, because mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I feel like anything we all do is real. You know what I'm saying? I, I can never sit here. Now, don't get me wrong, bro. I think there's some people I really do think that's that's covering up something. But for the most part, I feel like, man, if that's who you are, bro, and that's something that you're giving and you serving, I'm going to take it for face value. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I will say, people, I think there's some people out there who do use it as a cover-up or front. But I think those people, we can pretty much feel and sense it. Like, nah, that ain't really you. This don't come off as authentic. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for the most part... Nah, I I don't understand it, bro. How people can do that, and that's just that overly opinionated shit. If you ask me, bro. Right, but but let but let's say it's somebody who actually was weak and worked on themselves and became that confident, you know, strong individual. What what if that's the case? What if it ain't a front? What if no? Nah, I actually worked on myself, staying my confidence, just to get to this point where I could even feel like this. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, a possibility I, I too. Sal- yeah. I salute it over anything, bro. I, I don't. I just you know, why can't that just you know what I'm saying? Be a right. Why I gotta be a downfall or or, or a Debbie Downer? It's like yo, why can't that go salute the homie? You know what I'm saying? Right. What you think about it, Slim? He over there punishing something. Motherfucker got a Chipotle bowl going yeah, crazy. He got, little, he got a little too quiet, bro. <laughs> For real. Like, I mean, I really I agree with what Brian was saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some people, you know, they out here fronting and you can't really tell unless you know you maybe ask them a question or if y'all was in a certain situation, see how they react to it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? They really, who they say they are. And then, you know, but as far as what Vaughn was saying about that, you know, when people start showing weakness or start crying or whatever, and people start, like, getting on them, like, oh, nah, you ain't, like, you tough or whatever, boom, boom. Like, I don't know, man. It's just. It's I feel like the crazy. ones that are truly confident and are truly, they, they, they really have that. That's really who they are to the core. Yeah, they really they don't. <clears throat> it's kind of like it's kind of like them against the world in a sense. Like like let's say Kanye West for for um, an example, right? Mm-hmm. Kanye West is an arrogant motherfucker. He's a prideful person. That's not a front. Like, that's really, like that's really him. Like there's really some him. people who the whole world can be against them. They still feel like they just that nigga. You just cannot tell them nothing. Like. You know, and I don't know, man, but I thought it was a great question to ask. That is something that you see a lot. Like, you know, this person that has this type of persona about them is hiding something, but the person that shows weakness is always just weak. No, that's a great question, bro. That's a great question to ask. It's actually a question I think that's just, it's it's something I think is just confusing with society, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's part of the reason why I feel like 
shit is so uneven and unorthodox now because because of that type of thought process. Why can't right. it just be, yo, we are just who we are. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, so that's one of mine, man. I'm gonna go ahead and let you, you know, get your get one of yours off. Shit, actually, I feel like the, the the best. I think my question is a great transition from your question. Is the term "keeping it real" a detriment to society? Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. He stopped going for that. Glad, it definitely glad, is. It definitely is, man. Because <laughs> me personally, my definition of <laughs> keeping it real or real in general. It's like a lifestyle, man. Like Facts. it's something that you just shouldn't have to say or prove that you are. Like if you are real, real gonna recognize real, man. Every time it's gonna recognize real. So I mean, that's basically yeah. That's it, man. Like, but um, what is real? What is your definition exactly. of real? That, that you could go there. What what is real? My, what my is real? Is real? Like there is no definition of real. Like I said, it's not a, it's not really something that you can define. It's more like a lifestyle. You just are. Like you just have to be. You either. But are. that's not true, yeah. though, Snow. Yeah, either that's, real, or fake. Period. But that's not true, though, because everybody got the definition of what real is, and we talking about us as being black men. So the the definition of being a real nigga is what we call it. It always comes with some type of correct me if I'm wrong, but you being a real nigga in my eyes, my definition, the way I see it, it's like it comes with you being associated with being, you know, uh, some way or somehow like a street dude in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, but if you not that, are you a real nigga? Are you a corny nigga? If you okay. not, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got their definition. What's real? It's not, it's not really one dimensional like that. Like most people will say a real nigga is probably something like that. Like, oh, you're a street nigga, or oh, if you go take my charge, you're a real nigga, or yeah, that, that's a dumb. Like, man. it's so many, it's so many definitions that people have. That's why I say, me personally, I don't feel like there is no definition for it. It's just you either are or you're or you're not. Like. Yeah, okay, I, hold on, hold on, bro, hold on, bro, hold on, bro. I got a question for you, right? I go ahead. Hold that thought, right? Would you take a charge for your homeboy? <sighs> Would I take a charge? You talk, no, you I'm talking, I'm asking Brian. I'm asking Brian. I'm asking Brian. <sighs> that's that's. Um, uh, you gotta think about that's what that means. Yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. Because I, I think when you when you bring that up, I think it just de- it depends. It depends on the situation. What the? I'll say this. I'll say this. If it's a circumstance to where it's like, for example, say if my homeboy about to go to the league or something or really, really do something real, real positive and dope, that at the end of the day can help all of us. You know what I'm saying? Or really, really help the community, help society, help the crew, help the clique. And I recognize, okay, he's the he's the bag, he's the golden ticket. He can't get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? And let's just say it's a... It's a bag of weed or something, you know. Say something real miscellaneous, right? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. If I take this, eh, I might get probation if, if it's a hard ass or depending on how much we got in here. I haven't ever been in trouble before. I might, First time offender. Yeah, I might not get. If I even if I don't get probation, might max get like maybe 
year two, they, anything under anything under five. You know what I'm saying? Depending like, on yeah. the, depending on the circumstance, you're gonna consider it. I'm gonna consider it, bro. It just depends on the circumstance. But if you but if the answer in labor's terms, are you just gonna am I just gonna take a charge for my homeboy? No. But are you a real? But are you a real nigga then? If you take a charge for your homeboy. That's a great question. I'm, I'm gonna say this, man. I, I, how does that? Okay, now now I can flip it back and say, how does that make me a fake nigga? Because right. at the end of the day, that's not my charge. Talk to me. But at but at the end of the day, though, if you do that, you're gonna be considered a real oh, nigga to somebody's I'm definition. Considered, I'm gonna be considered that definitely. But if, but at the end of the day, my situation is, bro. If we're both caught up in something, that makes you a coward, nigga. If you want to take <laughs> no charge, alright. You a coward, nigga. Why would you want me as an innocent man go down for something that you won't take, bro? It's your like just the thing. It's your gun. You know what I'm saying? If it's your gun, why are you gonna put me in this? But we are my whip. Why would you allow me to go down for something that you know is yours, bro? And that's not real on your end. Exactly. But but that listen, but but listen though. Man. But listen to what you're saying though. So okay, well that makes this person a coward, nigga. This and that. But that all makes my point. Everybody got their own definition of what they think real is. If you don't take that charge for your homeboy, you consider not real no more in his eyes. So what the fuck is being what is a real nigga? What is it? Right, bro. What's the definition? Because everybody has their own particular definition. I'm kind of leaning more towards what Slim is saying about I feel like it's more so a lifestyle than necessarily a pinpoint definition because like you said if we speak it from a definition term every it's just like the telephone game right everybody's gonna have a different definition you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but if you live in it as a lifestyle it's a situation of like we like when we talk about the charge situation hey bro if you are i'm gonna look at you if, if you really are real okay this is your guy we in my car bro I'm a real one for not ratting my homie out in the moment to be like, hey, this ain't mine, it's his. You know what I'm saying? My whole right. thing is, I'm not saying nothing, being a real one, giving my man the opportunity to own up to his shit. <coughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Because if he a real one, he going to be like, you know what, bro, this your whip, this my gun, my bed. Because I ain't going to stitch on my man or rat my man out, but at the same time, I'm not taking that motherfucking gun charge. <laughs> I'm taking that gun charge. That's a fact. <laughs> but see, for me, my, my definition of being a of being a real nigga or just being a real person is just somebody who got morals and principles. I don't care if you black. I don't care if you white. Sure. I don't care if you gay. If I don't care if you straight. Sure. Stand on your square. Stand on your principles, and just be just be a righteous person. I agree. That's that, that's a real nigga to me. No, no like from right and no from wrong, and make sure you always try to stray on the right side of the spectrum and just do right by people, man. That's to me, that's a real nigga. But, but again, Vaughn, just like me and Slim is saying, that's that could be considered a lifestyle too. Living your life, doing things the right way. Oh yeah, no, it, it, no, it's a lifestyle for sure. Yeah. So that's why I think really we can. I just really feel like we could chalk this up. The human world really is a lifestyle, bro. It's what you live. It's what you do. It's what you believe as a as a person. You know what I'm saying? Right. What you what you. That's why I really do feel. I really do think it's a lifestyle. Because at right. the end of the day, if you're not living it, bro, it ain't real anyway. Exactly. But to answer your question though, I do feel like 
for a lot of us, the real nigga definition for our community is what we is what we're discussing to taking charge and this and that. So I do feel like it is definitely negative negatively negatively impacted the culture and the community because what we deem as being a real nigga is always, you know, on the spectrum of something negative and some street shit is involved. So yeah, I feel like it's just I feel like it's fucking the game, man. I feel like everybody is striving to be that just for the approval of the people. So that's how I I feel about that. Yeah, it's definitely a negative is a detriment, bro. Because like you said, it goes back to everybody using it as a form of like you like you just said about the charge thing from a negative standpoint. You know what I'm saying? You're not real if you don't take this charge. You're not real if you ain't never been shot. You're not real if you never sold a drug. You're right. not real. <laughs> real talk. And it's just like, bro, like, why does that have to be I'm not real? You know what I'm saying? You know? It's kind of like what my cousin said one time before. They quick to call me a bitch because I don't do what they do. Real talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why does that have to make me unreal just because I don't fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, no, and listen though, and I, I know I know Slim gonna bug about this, but this is real shit. Uh-oh. I heard I heard an old man arguing. Well, he wasn't an old man, but he was old head. And I heard him arguing. He was like, "Shit, you ain't you ain't nothing equal to me. You know shit about that cold bug." And I'm just. <laughs> 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 He's like, you know shit about that cold bug. You could not be my equal. I said, what? What? Because he ain't been to jail and slept on yeah, a, a bug? Like, but the real talk is like, bro, fuck that cold bug. Nigga, how does that <laughs> real? Be better than me? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Man, I'm telling you, man, but... Oh, man. Or, but, or yeah. let's keep it real. I got another thing to add on it, bro. I know right. all of us seen the, I know all of us seen the wood, right? Mm-hmm. Remember the part when they was in the car and the nigga um city and they was um he was smoking or whatever. He mm-hmm. started smoking the, the uh the blunt and he was asking there, you know, asking uh Mike and them, hey, y'all boys wanna hit this, da 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 and it was like, nah, dog, we straight. And he was like Y'all niggas ain't trying to smoke no weed, bro. Take y'all little niggas to the dead. You know, he kind of, you know, kind of like was not really chastising him about it, but you know what I'm saying. Right. They balls about it. And what Mike said back to him was like, nah, dog, we just don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, nigga, we just don't do that, motherfucker. <laughs> Doesn't make me this and that. It's just, bro, we just don't do it. <laughs> think I just don't do it. Yeah, that's it. We just don't do it. Like, I just don't have to do all of that. Like, <laughs> fuck, I just don't smoke weed. See, it's like this one of those topics, like you said, you could just go on and on because it's like yeah. hey, people got Endless. fucked up <laughs> when it comes right. to being real. It's just like, stop it, bro. <laughs> real talk, man. But shoot. You got so okay, so so, so that's the end of yours. So I guess it's back to me. So I got I got one right. Go ahead, bro. Is there any room for morals and principles on this journey to success? You transitioning crazy, right? Or <laughs> <laughs> listen, or will people eventually have to adapt to the times to get what they desire? So what I mean was. That's a good one too. So so hear me out, right? 
when you on the road to success and you know you got your authentic grind going on you got just something that's organic something that's different because everything is just so watered down now you might not get the shine that you're really trying to get but if you go out here and throw your morals oh, out the window yeah. and troll like a Takashi uh, or you know make yeah. only fans and show a nipple or something like you know an IG model or whatever you just might blow up and you just might achieve what you're trying to get to faster but you know, that's what I'm saying. It, w- will there come a time to where morals and principles just completely go out the window because this is what's getting people to, you know, that mountaintop? Or, you know, how y'all feel about that? I think this is your classic... Uh, I look at this. I think this is like your classic question of do you sell your soul to the devil? <laughs> right. And that's really, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> and, 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 and to be, ah, that's why I said it's such a dope question because the society we live in now, this is like the perfect climate for questions right. like this. Because it's like, we don't live in the world now like back when we all were growing up where we had the morals and principles right. and hard work got you over across the bridge and paying the toll gets you across. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it was always just, all you had to do was just put your head down, Take your lunch pail, go to work, and everything. Just do your shit, and all good will come. Right. It's just like now it's got so dwindled down, oversaturated. Cats like us that want to grind and do it the right way, we look at the goofy shit and just be like, damn, nigga, it almost make you want to think, nigga, can't beat them, join them. But it's like, nah, nigga, nah nigga, we don't want to do that. You know right. <laughs> So it's just, uh, I think it's hard, man. I will say this. I would still want to do it my way. But I'd be lying, bro, if I wasn't looking over there just like, ah, damn, should I compromise a little here to get to get a little more? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I would say it would it would be enticing. It would it would definitely make me think about it or consider it. Not now, I would say compromising a little bit though, because my thing is you got cats like you said, Takashi, who just you go all the way left with it. All right, for that. I only want to compromise certain particular things, bro. All right. right, if you want me to get this, do this. All right, cool, but I ain't doing that. <laughs> right, yeah, saying? it's a it's a line you got to draw. Even even you know, using a podcast for example, you know, we might we might say a little bit. Of, I might say a few things that might be a little outrageous or whatever, absurd. But it's it's just a soundbite. You know what I'm saying? Like most people do that just to you know. Um, it's like it's like an eye catcher, but if you continuously doing like your whole episode is a sound bite, then all right, man, it's you you just you're doing too much to try to get that you know that type Agreed. of attention. Agreed. But Slim, what you think? Podcast for uh-huh. you just looking for a sound bite, yeah. Yeah, you just looking for a sound bite. But what you think about it, Slim? Shit, man. I believe I believe most people will want to be authentic and true and remain grounded to their morals and values and, and shit to get to where they want to be. But man, in 2022, man, you gotta do something. To I know, bro. I know. Like you gotta do something. Like there has to be something to get the majority of people to really get like pay attention to you. Like. You might have to say something controversial or you may have to do something stepping outside your moral boundary and just to get people to see, like, you know what I'm saying, or to give you a chance to do something because they might look at that as 
you may be like a risk taker or something or I mean, I don't know, man, but it's only like a select few of people that I feel like that can really just stay 100% grounded to their morals and not budge on on anything to get to the top or go viral or whatever the case may be because that's not the time that we are in. Like, See, but that's, it, but that's why I said it's so messed up. Like, even hearing you saying that, bro, about like we live in the world in 2022, well, shit, man, niggas look at us weird for trying to go about it the real nigga way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is so, like, Slim, what you pretty much saying is you, you can see yourself being a Takashi if it came down to it. I'm not, I'm not going to go as far as talking about being Takashi 69, man. Just just exchanging. I don't know, man, because it was a lot of shit that he was going through. And yeah, I personally, yeah. I would not let shit like that fly like niggas hitting my baby mama. You understand me, bruh? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going for that. But as far as that trolling and shit, not going for that. No, nah, not at all, bro. You know that, bro. I'm not playing like that, bro. Talking shit. Hey, your baby mama put. Okay. Nah, bro. But if you supposed to be my people's and my manager, my record label, my guys, it's just. I think it's just a code, bro. It's a code. Okay, I get. I get what you're saying, but we okay. I think what Ron, I think what he's saying is he's under being very aware and understanding that damn this this is the game that we that we have to play now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not right. saying that we gonna play it, but understand that this is what the climate of this shit is. I might have to do some duck shit to get where I gotta go. But the question is, but do we compromise and do it? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I, I agree with him. Just the climate we in now, bro. It's like twenty twenty two. It's like Bro, I, let's like for example, bro. If the baby doing a lot of the stuff that he's done and still doing, if he came out in the nineties, the baby wouldn't have a career no more. The mm-hmm. reason why, because you remember back, bro, we were growing up, going viral was a bad thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you went viral, that made everybody be like, "Yo, stay away from homie, bro. He, but he brought he drawing too much damn attention to himself." You know what I'm saying? But right. now going viral is like, oh shit! It's just like you the shit if you go viral. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I remember a time when going viral wasn't a good thing. For example, remember Billy Vanilli? Hell no! Who was that? You don't remember Billy Vanilli, man? The motherfuckers who was fake singing. Once, li- it, once it came out, yeah. Once it came out, that they wasn't really making them songs. Their career was over. Oh yeah, you know I'm young, man. But, but that's what I'm saying though. But the point I'm trying to make is in this climate now, Billy Vanilli could could get caught out there of not really being true singers. It still could probably come back like a couple months later or a year later and be platinum. Cause we oh yeah, in, for sure. Because we live or... in a world to where nobody once it blow over, once that blow over, niggas ain't really gonna be tripping. People will be open to hear them later. But okay, what do you really sound like? You know what I'm saying? So where back then it's like, nah, bro. Don't try to come back and sing for real now. Niggas <laughs> yeah, gonna come to you with a documentary idea. Life thank you. Yes, make a thank you. You so you so you follow my point, bro. Like right. now it's like your fuck ups and your your bad shit is more green. You're getting you'll get more rewarded for it than you'll get punished. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's and crazy to me, dude. Go ahead, Slim. It's what I gotta say about you know what I'm saying, the point that Brian was making about being like going viral, you know what I'm saying, used to be a bad look. And that Millie Vanilli, that really was a perfect example. But I wanna say on, on the flip side, that's why like nowadays, like think about when 
the Ray J and Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. tape dropped. That benefited for Kim Kardashian tremendously. <laughs> to this day. Built her to who, like, you know what I'm saying, where she at now just because of that. Nobody would have known about Kim Kardashian if it wasn't for that. Uh, she was just Paris Hilton's best friend. Right. Yeah, or the daughter of Rob Kardashian, who was one of the lawyers that got OJ off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he did. So it's like nobody would know. Well, let's not say nobody would know, but we wouldn't know. I don't feel like she would, they would be as famous of a family as they are now if it wasn't for that. You know what I'm saying? That's I feel the truth, like, though. I feel like her fame, I'm not going to say it wouldn't have came, bro, but it damn sure wouldn't be where it is now. It would do with that. Nah, I don't see it. You feel me? So that's what you said. Like we live in a world where, like, it's, it's it's ah, bro, it's crazy, dog. Like, just how like so many things that was frowned upon in our younger days is like the shit now. <laughs> like this is the shit, and this is like wow, dog. Never thought I would see the day. Shit, so what a down, man. I never thought, I never thought that we'll be in a time to where, and we can even kind of, um, and not stay on the topic too long, but we can even kind of you know, give an example of music to where you got singers like a Lauren Hill or a India Irie. They would never survive in today's climate Absolutely of music not. with a SZA, a Kalani, City Girls, a Car- man, it's it's done. It, like it's no it's no place for them. It's not, bro. And and if he ill with you, to even give my my last point on this dog, if y'all remember the movie Brown Sugar, right? Yeah, if you go back and watch that movie now, it's actually almost eerie to watch, bro. And the reason why I say that is because in that movie, they predicted to where music and society would be now back in 0203. Mm, like, I'm not going to watch that again. It's almost eerie to watch, bro, because it's like, hey, yo, this is job what music is now. Like, they already was, like, I'm telling you, bro, it's almost eerie to watch, bro. <laughs> If you watch the shit now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's eerie. Like, they predicted it back then. Like, where music would go or just where society in that way would be now. Like, it was eerie, bro. Like, me watching it back, like, a couple months ago, like, I literally, dog, I had to turn it <coughs> off. Because it was like, bro, this shit is too eerie how they knew this, bro. Because this is exactly what it is now, fam. Yeah, that movie shit get a little bit murky when you get to like, hold on now, y'all niggas know too much. Yeah, bro, it's like this is 03. <laughs> like, fucking fucking 03. <laughs> like, bro, it was eerie to me. I had to turn it off, bro. Like, dog, this is exactly where it went, bro. I got I got a question for y'all. <clears throat> right? Yeah. And this is and this this is so left field, but I gotta ask it. Y'all had a cookout. And it's chicken wings on the platter on the table. You go to bite it, and you bite into it. It's a cabbage. What you doing? <laughs> you bite into the chicken straight, leg. It's going straight to whoever on the grill. Like, <laughs> what is this? You eat this, nigga. Oh, shit. Yo. Oh, what you doing, bro? It's the cook, nigga. Kiss this. Oh, Get your I'm ass out. Man, bro. I'm thinking the same thing, bro. Because once I bite into it, and it ain't no meat, it's just straight veggie. First, my first thought is, what the fuck is this? And, and like you said, at that point, it's like, bro, who on the grill? Hey, like my man Slim said, who the fuck on the grill, dog? Yo, get this nigga the fuck out of here, bro. You got crazy <laughs> shit going on nowadays. Like, you got, like, they can make anything, <gasps> like, cake. Like, anything can be Real cake. talk. I heard, yeah. <laughs> It could be a whole fucking 
red velvet cake. Like I seen that shit. I saw a whole chunk. stack of I saw a whole full rack of ribs and a motherfucker cut into it with the goddamn knife. It's hey, chocolate man. cake. If you let, if you, let you, said, know, who, you can do anything now, what nigga. What the fuck is that? That's crazy. Oh man. All right, man. Back to topic, man. Um. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I really only had three, man. How many more you got, Brian? Uh, for me, bro, I got two more because I'm, I'm about to be on my second right here. Uh, All right. Shit. Well, my, my next topic, bro, is your wide society, bro. We all have to live off of people's time frames for their success or for them becoming greater or getting to the next level. Oh, yeah, like, this is slim right here. I know he got something to say about this. Like, like, for example, you know what I'm saying? People like to look, especially us as black men, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, all right, for example, let's say for me, doing music, trying to get a record deal. I'm 32, I finally get my record deal, but I've been doing music since I, a nigga was nine. Right. A lot of cats will look and be like, hey, he a little too old <laughs> to be... Damn, why? but it's like, damn, why can't y'all congratulate me for finally fulfilling a dream, a goal, an aspiration, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that I always wanted to fulfill? Why does it have to be, oh, because I didn't reach it within this time frame, it don't matter, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It shouldn't matter that I, that I, that I completed the objective, right? right? So pretty much that's my question, bro. Like, why is that, bro? Like, why can't we just... Celebrate a motherfucker win. Why we gotta worry about how long or try to put asterisk beside it? I think it boils down to a a, a sense of urgency that people like to see. Ooh. Right? I think it's I think it's more so I feel like people give themselves a time frame so they can put more pressure on themselves to I, I guess know. go harder. Um as far as other people doing it, I don't understand that because I just recently found out. You, you, you guys know the singer um, Lucky Day, right? I heard I heard of him. Um, you heard of him, Slim? Yeah. Okay, so y'all heard of Lucky Day. Guess how old Lucky Day is? He like 35. <laughs> Lucky Day is 36. Yeah. And he just blew up last year. Yeah. But the whole time, he was behind the scenes writing for motherfuckers, right? Yeah, doing his thing. Doing his thing, right? He, you might hear him on a hook or two, or you might hear his vocals somewhere plugged in. But as far as him being the artist that he wanted to be for so many years, he just not got a chance to be that last year. He's 36. So it's like, but I, I feel like I feel like when you that guy and you really got talent, who gives a fuck how old you is when you blow up? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, if you that guy, then it don't matter. I think I think two chains blew up at like what forty. Yeah, him and Ross, him and Ross blew up. Yeah, like he barely made like it through the door, man. Who who um two chains? Yeah, two chains barely made it in, man. Because if it wasn't for that duffel bag boy, he would probably pretty much, man. Nah, pretty that. much. If play a circle, his group at the time, yeah, that definitely was an alley oop. <laughs> that definitely was a oop. Because if it wasn't for that, I don't see Luda and them. Yeah. I think that was probably their last lifeline. Like, yo, this it. shit don't work. <laughs> if y'all can't pop with Wayne on the track. Pretty much, man, because <laughs> 2 chains, you know, aka Titty Boy been around pretty much since the inception of DTP. So he been around rapping and all that for years. So yeah, if that look didn't work, yeah, we would have had no 2 chains, bro. Um, 
Real talk. <laughs> that was their, yeah, that was their, hey, bro, sink or swim, nigga. <laughs> For real, just throw the niggas out in the water. Like you said, if you can't pop with Wayne, especially back then with Wayne on your hook. Right. Yeah, and that was probably one of Wayne's best hooks back then, too, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that was that Wayne. Man. man, I don't even want to get off topic. I'm going to do it. Right now, what's the best hook? It gotta be one song that Lil Wayne did. Like, well, one of my personal favorite hooks, man. Uh, uh Wayne did some dope hooks, man. Uh, uh, one of the best hooks that Wayne did to date. Uh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of hard, man. I uh, think mine's mine's personally is uh. Came with Fat Joe to make it rain. Joe. Make it rain is a great one. Make it rain is a great one. Uh, oh, that might be that. I'm trying, I'm trying to think and go through my roller decks before mm. I pick one. But that yeah. might be mine, I bro. Say, I, I would put that my life with him in the game. That is a good one, too. I that forgot a, about that shit. That is yeah, a great that was one. It. Oh, man. Wayne does so many dope hooks, man. Uh, that's how, uh, Bill Gates, the Bill Gates hook. Oh man, Wade, Wade got some ones, man. Even the one with him and Jay Z, the Hello Brooklyn, how you doing? Oh, yeah. Where you going? Yeah, so Wade, Wade got some joints, man. His hook game back then was just, oh. But I have to say, honestly, bro, it has to, just personally, it has to come down to Duffel Bag Boy and make it rain. If you want to really speak on just all time Wade hooks. You know what I'm saying? And the My Life joint is up there too, because that hook is just dope. That hook is fire. <laughs> that hook is butter. I would probably say that too, or I have to put that She Will up there too. Ooh, that She, that she Will. That She Will dope, hook is crucial. No, that's Drake. No, I like Drake. That's Lil like... Wayne, man. No, that's Drake. Bro, that Lil she Wayne will. wrote that hook, bro. But he wasn't on the hook. That was Drake. She saw that powerful nigga in the back and told me, baby, it's real. I told you I ain't doubted it for a second. I squeezed up I mean, yeah, that Drake. I, w- I would definitely say Drake Drake on the joint definitely made it more butter. I'm not saying that Wayne wouldn't have made it sound butter, but Drake on that joint, oh my God. Like, yeah, Drake. Drake, that shit, man. <laughs> Drake, like, made, Drake, yeah, Drake sat in the pocket of the beat and everything with that joint. It oh, was, uh, hold on. It's, it's one that y'all forgot. Maybach Music 2. Oh, come on, man. That's mm. what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Like, that nigga Wayne, bro. I'm trying to tell you, bro. That nigga Wayne was striking with the hooks back then, bro. It was just like, yo, he couldn't miss. Yeah, Wayne was like T-Pain with the hooks, man. Come on, man. He was ooh, he was definitely killing him, bro. Shout out to that nigga Wayne, man. I miss that Wayne, man. That, that era of Wayne. Oh, man. <laughs> he was... He was literally everywhere, bro. <laughs> he was everywhere on everybody's shit <laughs> and killing it too, by the way. <laughs> it's just, I feel like that Wayne run is what solidified his legacy. That's one of the greatest, right? Pretty much, bro. I think yeah. that that run solidified Wayne's legacy as an all-time great, bro. I don't think no other rapper has had a run like that that just lasted for that long period of time. I mean Drake, of course. I was about to say, um, you can say Drake, the, yeah. Um, I think you can say the Drake's the fifties, like certain rappers who just went on a run that was just like gyro. I mean, just rappers who've done it. But I will say, what made Wayne's run so impressive was the fact that Wayne 
had his own shit, but he was so much everywhere on everybody else's shit. Right. Like Wayne was really on his Nate Dog shit for real. I think Wayne <laughs> Wayne lost me, bro, when I heard Let It Rock. I remember nigga, I was in I was in this store called um uh, I think it was called Stephen Marberry's or some shit. Stefan Marbury had a whole store. And he was selling them off every shoes, that motherfucker. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> he was had a, nigga had a whole store called Marbury's. And I mean, I was <laughs> chill out, bro. I, I, was, <laughs> I can't fuck with this. Niggas had the strawberries. Niggas had the strawberries. I swear to God, the strawberries. I didn't want them, but shit, it was. And I was in the goddamn store. And I heard the Let It Rock shit. And I was like, I know it's say Lil Wayne. Who the fuck is this rock shit? Why you niggas say it? I, th- I think that was like the beginning of, all right, Wayne just on some other shit now. And, you know. But that shit crazy, man. Yeah, I, I definitely would say, man, like, hell, let's be let's even be honest. Even, even to stay on Wayne a tad bit longer. The time frame of that. Wayne been out since he was like 15, but that was finally the one time Wayne actually went on a legitimate run of nigga, I'm the best rapper. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you that's why I said, mean, you can't really I feel like people get caught up in time frames sometimes. And I think I think the problem is people get so caught up in time frames and don't get caught up in timing, if that makes any sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's just truly about timing, bruh. Honestly, that's why people say, yo, it just ain't my time yet. That quote is so real, bro. Because sometimes it's just about your time. Because when your time come, it's, it's about you. Same thing with Drake. Nigga been on the grassy in a wheelchair for three seasons. And then my nigga come out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just become that nigga. You know? So I think it's just all about timing. Drake been trying to rap, but it was just wasn't his time yet. You know what I'm saying? So I just... I just think people get caught up in that, man, and I just think it should just always be about A, man. When homie's time to pop, he gonna pop, bro, and everybody gonna fuck with it just because it's dope. For real. <laughs> Straight up. Or when he gonna be successful when his time coming, he gonna be great, and we gonna support homie because he's doing his thing. Straight up. Yeah, I think I think niggas have started looking at it like that. Like you said, just, just you know, the timing of it all. Straight up, bro. Everybody got to everybody got to have a moment in the sun, bro. For real, for real. I want to say this though, and I'm gonna let you get to your own, your other topic. This is just something to marinate on, right? Talk about it. First time is a mistake. Second time is a habit. Third time is a lifestyle. And I'm just letting everybody marinate on that. Go ahead. I bro. Well, I guess to top it off, well, mine is it's just basically talking about just which is another thing I think in society too that goes a little bit under the radar and not as talking about or, or, or appreciated enough is the importance of having a, a good circle of friends and a good team of niggas around you, bro. You know what I'm saying? What do y'all cats think is is that something that we've lost out on or people don't really understand the value of that in, in the world now? Man, you need some you need people to hold you accountable. That's a fact. To be there to, you know, guide you or you know what I'm saying? Everybody can't be a yes man. I knew it 
is a dude that I know I kind of grew up with. He was a, you know what I'm saying? Well, he's a rapper. Well, trying to be. And, you know what I'm saying? He had songs out. You know what I'm saying? You talking about that whack-ass nigga on Silly Mo? I know. I'm talking about, you know, L.A. Trez. Bro, you weren't supposed to... <laughs> You wasn't supposed to say his name, nigga. I don't even know it's Silly Mo. I just created a Oh well, yeah, yeah, God damn, man. But yeah, man. Like I said, like you know, he got down. You know, he had a little run going, and you know, he had labels talking to him, independent labels or whatever. But oh, I get where you're going. Yeah, go ahead. Uh-huh. The people that was around him were like, "Yes, man." They were all like. Just saying yes to everything. Like I guess all his ideas or. The way he would try to go about doing things, everybody around be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, bro, do it, do it, do it." And then come to find out, he made a bad business move, and you know, what I'm saying he kind of fell off, and you know, everybody just stopped fucking with him for whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. But like, if he had them people or certain people to tell him, like, "Nah, don't do this," or wait to do that, that know, was whack. Like that was <laughs> whack. Yeah, be a rapper, man. Like, I'm sorry, bro. If one of my homeboys talking about some, yeah, I'm a rapper, and I actually listen to your shit, I'm gonna tell you that shit trash. Or pretty much, or that need to work right there, on bro, it. That ain't like, the one. <laughs> yeah, everybody can't just be like, yeah, support. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna support you, but shit, that that's a form of support by exactly. getting criticism. Like, you need to sit back. You need to look at what you're doing, listen to what you're doing, or saying whatever. Like. No, everybody just can't be agreeing with you and well, like if that's the case, what you need friends for. Yeah. Especially in a situation where, like you said, homie had people looking at him and really was trying to give a deal. At that point, your circle need to be even more tight knit and more tense on you, like, hey bro, yeah. now that you got niggas looking at you, we gotta be more critical of what you're doing because we can't go up to these niggas presenting them with just anything, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gotta be sharp on our P, you know, on our P's and Q's. Cause we ain't out here moving right, niggas who want to sign you, they really look at all that. Yo, okay, now that we has his music plateaued since we had gone an interest in them, yo, what is team moving like? What is what's what? You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, you got to move more militant. Yeah, you and then I know another nigga. That shit don't know, matter. And then I know another nigga who doing the same thing and rapping or whatever. Man, he kind of got like a little buzz in the city, but how he operate? He say it came out of his own mouth. I don't need no help. I don't need no team. Well, damn, nigga, you need something. You got to have some push to go where you're trying to go. You can't just do this shit by yourself. Like, you got to have people. And I'm going to get my opinion on it. I know you guys are coming from an angle to where, like, the music industry team and shit. But I feel like the reason why it's so hard for people to really find good friends is a lot of times, man, people are just looking at um, what the friend would look like beside them. Yeah. I've been in a lot of situations where I heard people even say, oh, no, but I ain't going out with bro because bro don't, bro don't put that shit on like we do. Oh, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not fucking with bro because bro don't, you know, X, Y, and Z like you know, my circle do with this is that. And it's like, who the fuck gives a fuck about that shit, bro? Yeah. Like, bro, a good dude. Like, why yeah. why wouldn't you want to fuck with a good nigga? You know what I'm saying? I even heard females, you know, talking that type of sense. So I feel like that's one reason why people miss out on good friends. I know for me personally, man, 
the best friends that I ever had was just square ass dudes, and they weren't even black. Outside of you know my homie Slim, of course, is up here, but other friends I got, they they square ass good dudes, and they not black, but they some good ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not not to say that they lame or whatever, or you know, but just what we would perceive as far as the culture, uh, they will be squares of us more so because they just not black. You know what I'm saying? But um, good dudes, man. Like I just, and then also you gotta know when you got your own little, your own little circle of it. You gotta understand that every friend plays a different role, you know. And I feel like sometimes we try to like put every friend that we got into this certain role. Everybody can't do that. Like some friends you can come for, you can come to if you need somebody to vent to and talk or need advice or whatever. But every friend might not be in that category. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You might got the friend that this is the one who, if I want to get out of the house, I'm depressed, we're going to have a good-ass time. You know? This is the one, if I need a little bit of guidance, I can go to him about. You know what I'm saying? So, if I just want to party for the weekend. If I just want to party for a weekend. Yeah, I you know? And that's, and that's kind of like how my circle is. Like, every every friend that I got serves a different type of pers- purpose. That's how, and that's how it's supposed to be, though, bro. Exactly, man. And for my friends that's listening, listen, y'all are not square ass niggas. I will explain <laughs> it. I will explain it more in person, but it's, it's, I'm, I'm not saying y'all lame ass niggas, man. They know what I'm talking about. No, I get what you're saying, bro. Y'all get what you, I'm saying, man. You gotta have friends that, because the problem is, like you said, you can't. You have to have those all-purpose friends. Because right. if you just got a friends that are just the one particular type of friend, right. niggas at the party, but then you want to go holler at them about some real shit, they ain't got nothing for you because they're just those. They just you know, hey, we're just the free will have fun motherfuckers, bro. We not you just a, yeah. <laughs> you just a turn up friend, but but when shit the fan, I get around a certain group of people and they talking about investments in crypto. And I go back to you and try to put you on. You're not that type of nigga that's gonna be have even mental capacity to even fuck with that shit. Pretty much, because you, you know, know what I'm saying. saying? Like where the bitches at with a liquor, right? <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> so yeah, man. But I guess we got one more topic that we can wrap it up, man. Shoot, holler at me, bro. Go come with it. Shit, man. My last one would be. It's just a question, and me and Slim, I done ran to Slim about this a few times. I know I done ran to you about it the other day, but it just boils down to, man, oh, shit, cough a snuggle bummy. It just boils down to, like, who detached us as people? You know, I feel like we in a time now to where, you know, empathy is at its lowest. You know, it's kind of like we've been detached from being just regular human beings. You know what I'm saying? I was telling Slim um, about this other day. uh, And this is like back in like 2012 when I first started really getting on Facebook. I know you guys probably know it was one point to where, you know, it was a time frame to where Facebook just became extremely dark. Like, (laughs) like real shit. Like, Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what the algorithm was or who the fuck did it. But Facebook just had like just a whole nother world to it that was just some crazy shit. And I remember, and I vividly remember, bro, like I was in my grandma's um 
room or whatever. I was home from school. I was on the phone. Uh, I think this is like eighth grade for me. Twenty? No, this is my freshman year, twenty twelve. So I'm on Facebook or whatever, and I'm scrolling and I come across this video, and it's like some guys I think in the Middle East or whatever. Slim say they was Mexican. I think it was from the Middle East because they had like the all black shit on or whatever. And um, one of them had like a machete. And he said something to the camera and he was like, he had a girl like hemmed up and he just took the girl neck, took the machete and just got to just hacking her shit off, bro. And he held like the head up. And I remember like I just dropped the phone like what the fuck did I just watch? And then like fucked me up for days and then like just as time went on, I started seeing shit like this like just more and more like Motherfuckers committing suicide and jumping off of roofs and shit. Like, who the fuck records that? Then you had the police shootings and this and that. And it, it got to the point where, like, over time, I just became so numb to it to where, like, I could get on Facebook or whatever and I could see a video like that and it don't phase me at all. And I can even send a sling, like, bro, this shit crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, like, a few years ago, it won't like that. So it's like, how do we get to a point? How do we get to this point as people to where? And I feel like I'm kind of answering my question, but then like, I'm not. But it's like, how do we get to the point to where we're so detached from just being real human beings, like being what a human being really is, just the love and the empathy and, and the care for your neighbor? Like, how do we get here? Because that shit today in 2022 is gone. Like, niggas don't care for their neighbors no more. Niggas don't give a fuck about nobody else but themselves in a small little circle. Motherfuckers don't hold the door open for you no more. You drop something in the store, nigga look right at you dropping and walk past you. Mm. It's like, <laughs> what is really going on? Like, your tire go out on the side of the road, man. Kiss, nigga, cancel Christmas. You're going to be out there for a minute. Yeah, Cause everybody's yeah. stopping. Everybody's stopping for you, dog. So it's like, how did you get to this point, bro? Man, I, I really think a lot of that shit comes down to I, I really just think, man, I think when society, I think it just comes down to because this this is like a good this is another good question, but I think it's a question to answer, man, because like you said, you hard to really pinpoint like that. Where did we go wrong into society in that way? And that's why I brought up social media, because that was one thing I want to say. Is it social media? Has social media done this to us? I know it did it for me. I think I think it's a little bit of social media, television, pop culture. I think it's a little bit of everything. Right. Once things started going, because you know we, I think because we all are people that are victim of following and doing what we see. Mm-hmm. And when society shift, whether it shifts good or bad, we shift with it. Right. Instead of it being like, nah, that ain't right. We not really fucking with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like we just shift with society. And I think that's another, I think that's honestly, I think what, I guess I see we're getting down to the root of the answer. I think a lot of it is us just shifting with society. Society took a dark turn somewhere, somewhere <coughs> down the line. And instead of us changing and, and, and wanting things to be different and keeping it to what we know, we just went on ahead and just shifted with it. Allowing things to be dark, allowing, like you said, us to not care about our fellow our fellow individuals. You know, I remember back in the day, like you said, you was in a neighborhood, bro, and it was like the neighborhood was almost a family, or at least a little cluster part of the neighborhood that you lived in. 
Right. And everybody knew everybody. It was, you know, you somewhat family like. And I feel like now we live in a world where <clears throat> it's not like that anymore, man. It's not like that. Just like you said, in the neighborhood, in the hood you grew up in, everybody was a family because everybody could relate to one another in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, they connected with each other. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you were standing in the projects, you know, if, if that's if that was like a family setting for you, it's because everybody was in the projects. So everybody kind of related in a certain way and felt the pain that, you know, your neighbor probably could be going through. You know, the lights might be off, you know, for them. You feel that because last month your shit was off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now it's to the point where it's like, instead of trying to relate to that person's pain, and try to help them through it, we laugh at it, and we downplay it like it ain't really pain. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's just, for me, it really fucks me up, man, because the type of person I am, the way I be just looking at shit, it's like, man, like, where the hell did we go wrong at? You know, like, Kendrick Lamar came out with a dope-ass album, and on one of his songs, he was talking about, you know, how he had a lust addiction, and how he cheated on his girl, and how he needed therapy. And I go on social media, and I see all these comments. Uh, that's the line every nigga use. Like, nah, what if my man really had an addiction and he really needed therapy? Which I believe it because I don't think he the type of nigga to lie. I don't know him, but I just, you know, I don't think he would lie about that and put in the album. Think about it, bro. What, what did he do benefit from lying about something? Right. Like, it's like, nah, I'm just being transparent. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just the mindset of society now. It's like, man, like, we just don't give a fuck about nothing or nobody no more. Motherfuckers, somebody will die. We mock it. We celebrate it. Well, not we, but, you know, obviously what we just seen, you know, over the, the past, uh, what has it been, like two weeks since Kevin Samuel died? Yeah. People, when they say making <sighs> songs about dead ops, which is like, bro. Yeah, like what? The fuck did that become cool? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> When the dis when the dis and the dead ever become cool, like it's just man, this shit really be just I don't know, man. Like I just can't rock with it, man. But that's just the question I had. Like, what the fuck happened? How did we even get here? So you know, Slim, what you think about it, man? Like, like Brian said, man, the times change, man. Like shit, like for example, like in today's world, like if you see somebody drowning. You gonna see people take out their phones, the right. or take us yes. fucking filthy, yes. rather than help them. Like just help them. Like, just help I, I them. Shared, I shared a video with somebody. Somebody had jumped into the water, and his friends was laughing at him, but he could have died. Real talk. I was recording or whatever, and then another and somebody guy, passing by had to throw him a life jacket. Yeah, and then another thing, like, like today, like I just don't feel like most people are like living their life like they're like recording their life right Thank you. So to, you go to any you go to any i don't care if it's a parade <laughs> yeah, a sports event something going on you're gonna see more people with their phones that recording than just just being in the moment just taking it in like and social media that has a part to do with that like social media really changed how how the world go the internet in general, it's not just social media; it's the internet. Yeah, the internet changed the game, growing especially up, like growing up. We didn't have the internet like that. That's really just that, like, 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 like the internet just came into you know, I don't know the word. Like it came into you know, what I'm saying it's <coughs> it's greatness in like the two thousands. Pretty, Pretty much, much. I remember Pretty much. When Instagram 
had um the fucking logo, like the camera logo. Of course, it got like the camera logo. I'm talking about, like the camera lens logo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember yeah. that too. Like, that was when it was just, you know, it won't motherfuckers really on it like that. See, this is the thing, bro. I think this like Slim, because you really touching on something real, real deep, bro, with this, with this Slim, when you were saying that, like, because the reality of the situation is, yo, I think that really is what fucks shit up. Like, we, the internet got motherfuckers, everybody wants, I think what fucked it up, too, with that, and expound on what you're saying, bro, everybody wants to be seen or have some type of clout and fame now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that that is what really, really fucks shit up too. Cause like he was just like he was saying, you see somebody going to a sporting event, you'll see them showing and recording themselves at the sporting event, then them just enjoying the sporting event. Yeah, just enjoying the moment. You know what I'm saying? Man, I think Adele said a very good thing, a big thing at her concert. Maybe like a couple months ago, or maybe even a year ago now. <coughs> everybody had their phones out pretty much while she performing. Yeah. You know, she even had to say something like, yo, I appreciate all, the, you know what I'm saying, the love and all that, but if you came here to watch me perform and you paid your money to watch me perform, why are you looking at me through a damn phone? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you wanted to do that, you could have watched a concert or record, you know what I'm saying, something at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're here now, let's authentically be in the moment. Man, the world is just ruined, man. Like, it's a lot of reasons the world is just ruined, man. You always checking your phone. You get life envy, and you you, you can't help but people getting into. You know what I'm saying? You see people fighting and comments on Instagram and shit, and it, it's changing your view of people. That oh you my god! Or you worrying about likes and followers and. That's just a whole bunch, man. Oh, having a, you know, everybody feel like they have to have an opinion on the next motherfucking life. Nothing's right. Or like you can know anything about anybody. Back then, you didn't have that like, at all. And don't get me started on dating, nigga. Cause let oh. me tell you something: you can be that nigga in real life, but if you if you ain't that nigga on Instagram, nigga, cancel Christmas. Yeah, cancel it. Not <laughs> fucking with you, nigga. This shit's like two K Mont Park. That you gonna you can get on that badge, <laughs> but, but that person beside you gonna pull out their phone. They gonna check your attributes and that shit up the party. They, they get off that, they slide. Go, they oh, that slide, bro. They hey, get off that slide. We ain't hooping with you, nigga. Real talk. That's how it is. Dating with ocean social media. Oh, let me. Oh. Yeah. Hey. Okay, he, he looks straight. All right, well, let's see what he got. And then they go scroll down. Oh, this is car. Let's see how many times he posts this car and how long he's been posting this. Steve in a rental. Oh, this car go back a year ago. Okay, that might be his. He might be rent- like motherfuckers. Like, I'm telling you, man, I'll be watching videos and just on Twitter and social media. These chicks really be doing that. Like, just the, the social proof is through social media. Like, the validation is through social media when it comes to that shit. So, it's like, man, it shit just unchanged everything, man. And fuck it. Not, fuck that shit. That shit is <laughs> harmful. That shit is actually harmful. It me. is. Like, it's very harmful, bro. Because, like, you know, like, two people on the phone, and it's just, it's not the same, man. Like, Everybody's looking at social media first before they even give you a chance. And it's like, damn, well, back in the days, our people didn't have to worry about that. They actually, you know, linked up, went out, and you couldn't go and see or if they were driving or 
if they had this, this type of chain or this type of shoe, like it's you just, you just uh, enjoy, you enjoyed it, right? We just enjoyed what it was. We wasn't right. overly critiquing motherfuckers. We wasn't like, <coughs> we just was enjoying what it was. Right, man. Like I feel like, and me and Slim was talking about it. I feel like my generation, he wanted to say a little bit a few years before, but I feel like as far as 97 go, I feel like we the last batch of the 90 kids who actually had a real, like, just a real-ass childhood to where you sat on the green box and you talked at the school, you played, you know, the nick and knock or whatever, you know. I mean, everybody say, everybody um, ding-dong ditch or whatever, nick and knock, whatever, you did that. You know, you hung out and X, Y, and Z, went to the, 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 the corner store and got snacks or went down and, and shared a whole pizza, played rake the man football on Saturday mornings and this and that. It's like, you don't see none of that now. Oh, not at all. You know, summertime, I saw this picture slash meme like a while ago and it actually took me back when everybody was like, yo, before everybody had cell phones or, you know, back when you was in like middle school or whatever, whatever, like where you would do where everybody was at was where you would ride over to somebody's house and everybody bikes would be in the yard. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Like, yeah. That's how you would do where everybody was at. <laughs> Facts, man. Like, yeah, I remember I was asking my little cousin, and I knew the answer, but I was like, hey, you know, I say, y'all ever played manhunt man in a neighborhood? I was like, manhunt? What is that? I'm like, don't worry about it, man. Like, mo- most people don't even know what manhood is. I know y'all heard of manhunt, right? Yeah. Everybody heard of manhunt. Yeah, and this is like, damn, like, y'all kids don't even know how fun that shit is to just be in a big-ass neighborhood. And everybody hide it. It's probably two niggas got to find 20 motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Hell like, yeah. And motherfuckers could be anywhere, bro. And motherfuckers, nigga, I was in the house every time. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I came out 20 minutes later. Oh, here I am. I'm the last nigga that ain't get called. I'm in the crib. Hell yeah. Or or niggas or niggas go so far out. Or, or niggas go real live into a whole other neighborhood. <laughs> right. Like, you go across the street, across the track. What are you doing over there? You're out of bounds. Yeah, but niggas don't know. <laughs> right, but niggas don't I'm know. Hip. I'm already hip, bro. <laughs> Shit crazy, man, but... Oh, man. That brought back some memories right there. We got kids out here, like, kids are aspiring to grow up to be YouTubers and social media personalities. <laughs> facts, bro. Facts, like, bro. I mean, man, man, like, yeah, you still got people wanting to be sports and whatever, but you got few people who are aspiring to be politicians and doctors and shit like that. Everybody want to be social media famous. Like, my little cousin, like, he 14. All he talk about is YouTube. Oh, he talk about like, damn. <coughs> what you mean he talk about YouTube in what sense? Like talk what about, he, he talk about YouTube. Like I guess he follow people on YouTube and Twitch, and they you know they social media famous, and he looking up to that. Like they looking up to them social media personalities now. Nigga looking at the Mr. Beast and shit. Yeah, like just I don't. I really don't know who particularly he looking at, but I know it had to do with YouTube because all he talk about is YouTube. That shit man. crazy, man. Yeah, man. It's the world, the society, the world has changed scarily, changed a lot, bro. Or even with music, bro. How people? I remember back when, if a cat came out with an album, bro, we would still be vibing to the album and the singles. 
months later. Now it's like a nigga might come out one week, and then the next week a whole bunch of other niggas will come out. So our attention is focused on these new niggas putting out music, and we kind of quite not even worried about the niggas that came out the week before. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? Like It's like music don't really stick to your ribs no more because they don't allow it to. It's like an assembly line now. Uh, your shit came out, you know, whatever. Or, what about future next week? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody was like, damn, bro. Whatever happened to letting music live? Let it breathe. But then, but then also, you also got to think about it to where people don't really, back then, you had to actually listen to an album all the way through because we had disc. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, shit, when future drop, I'm going to keep it hot with you. I skimmed through the whole album and found two songs that I liked. The one with Kanye West and the one with Tim's and Drake on it. Added yeah. them to my playlist and kept it pushing. Pretty much. That's <laughs> not honestly what people do now. People don't even really value albums anymore. They right. Have a couple records that they like. Me, I'm still one of those, but that's because I'm a genuine music head. But the casual music head really isn't appreciating that. Right. But see, for me, certain artists, I got it. Like Kendrick. I gotta listen to the whole fucking thing. Drake, I gotta listen to the whole thing. Kanye, I damn sure gotta listen to the whole thing. But, you know, most people, it could be their favorite artist. Oh, uh, well, let me just skim through it. And, okay, yeah, I like track like, five. Yeah, nah, man, check this shit out. Right, <laughs> I like track ten. And sometimes, man, sometimes you gotta hear a song a few times for you to really get, you know, maybe the concept of it sometimes for it to really grow on you. Then you realize, oh, this shit really fire. Yeah. So, I mean... It's crazy, man, but the world we live in, man. Cold world. <laughs> cold Strict, fucking world, man. It's cold world, dog. <laughs> but we got we got this bitch feel like a phone call right about now. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, man, hey, but it's the beauty of when the podcast fit in that groove. An episode gonna be like this. We coming at y'all with number real talk, man. I told y'all we got shit coming, man. For sure, man, but... We gonna go ahead and end it with that, man. You guys got any last words you want to say before we get up out of here? Man, R.I.P. Kevin Samuels, man. Oh yeah, R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. Man, stop hating on you, dog. Stop hating, man. You muscle face, Vivica Fox. Oh, I ain't gonna get on. All right, man, we out of here. I won.